Every day we wake up to the harsh reality that someone has lost a daughter. A mother, a sister, an aunt or a woman who meant so much in their life. A woman who loved and nurtured them. Another day, another name. Do we know their name? No. Do we know their story? No. That's the sad part. We shouldn't see these women as another statistic, but we should see them as a person who had a name, an identity, and a legacy which they left in someone's life. Gentlemen, we have failed. We are a failure and a disgrace to society. We are indeed trash. We came from a woman. We are alive today due to a woman. But every day men go out there and make the conscious decision that they think they're entitled to a woman's body. What are we doing? Men, your mothers, grandmothers, wives, daughters, and your sisters live in constant fear. They cannot exit the house without feeling as if their life is under threat. Is this the world you want them to live in? This is your head of council, Tando, and I'm here with Kumo. Um, I think firstly, powerful. That was that was a powerful short introduction. Um look, I think that introduction kind of told you what we're gonna speak about today and more of the conversations we should be having. Um like I said and like he said. It's literally how people live. People who are not male. People who actively contrast males. And I think one thing to say is women, humans, before anything else. Individuals like every other male, human, before everyone else. Before everything else. We need to bring that humanizing factor back in to the world for all of us. Back into the world for every individual, no matter race, color, creed, sex. Because understanding that for all of us, we need to remember we're all human. We can all be hurt. We all feel pain and we all feel suffering. But some people when feel entitled to make others suffer. That's the issue within today's society. Yeah. For y'all that don't know, well, it should be self-explanatory. Today's episode is on gender-based violence and the femicide. Honestly, I think this was the first virus which struck our country. It was here before COVID-19. Yes, with all our wishes, we don't want it to be here post-COVID, but frankly, there's a possibility it would still be here. This is a virus which affects one gender directly, but when it affects that one person who is indeed female or male, it affects a whole web of people around that. This is not a problem which just women face. This is a problem that we all face, whether indirectly or directly. 
And honestly, we should be talking about this. We shouldn't let it be something we hear on the news once every three months when someone's name is being mentioned. Every day there goes another woman who meant the world to someone. They aren't spoken about. Their name and their story isn't shared with everyone. This is not the kind of world we want our, um, our mothers or our sisters to live in. This is not a world we want any woman to live in. This is why we're here to talk about something that we think, honestly, means the world to some people. Something that if we can help mitigate, if we can help stop it, would make the world beautiful. The problem is in South Africa is that when a lockdown was initiated, women were forced to stay in the houses of their abusive partners. There was no way they could leave. There was no place they could go to for help. As in the first lockdown last year, all of us was told to stay in our houses. The government GBV and Femicide Command Center alone recorded over 120,000 victims in the first three weeks of the first initial lockdown. 120,000 victims. I don't know about you, but when I hear the statistic, I think of something very shocking. The problem which you think is once every four months is actually something that happens every day at a very scary large scale. This is not something you should be overlooking or thinking it's not as big as it actually is. This is a virus which is plaguing our country along with COVID-19. Yeah, I think it, it, it's something that's a major issue. Something that we can't look away, turn a blind eye to. And like you said, we can't have these conversations every four months when it becomes a big hashtag and we see people being called out, we see protests. It's conversations we need to have. Conversations we need to have with with both sides. And I say both sides not to defend one side or to attack another. And I think more so to understand each other. I think so many times have people been fighting the initial conversation. The initial conversation to some has been the hardest conversation. The conversation where they feel attacked, the conversation where they feel as what is being done is an injustice to them and an injustice to their to their counterpart. And on the other end, there's no injustice being done by that individual. And I think it's bad to say that we should all play our victim cards when we try and have conversations like this. I think on one end, I completely agree 100% with the statement, men are trash. And not because... Not because I have anything to prove to anyone or because after so many years, after so many conversations, I am going to just all of a sudden conform. But more so because I understand 
where, or let me not even say I understand, I've been able to internalize where people are coming from. I don't understand fully as an individual where these people are coming from. But also on the other side, on my male counterpart, I've heard the conversation, but not all men are trash. I've heard the conversation that has been had. And that conversation, as much as it is hard to have every time we hear about a new name, every time we hear about somebody else, there's also some parts of me that understands. Doesn't condone or condemn men saying not all men are trash, even though I do believe men are trash. But it's an understanding of both sides. Because on one side, some individuals just want to reach out a hand, but struggle to because they need to internalize with themselves and understand that they have done something wrong. But on the other hand, it's individuals saying, yes, we would love to help, not protect, because it's not about the protection of our woman, but to help our woman live in a place where they don't need to be protected. But when they are asked to help or when they ask, how can we help? The first thing they are presented with is a hashtag that says men are trash. And on their side, they feel they're being attacked for actively and willingly want to help. So, yes, the initiate then the first conversation or the conversation that initiates all of these things is something that we keep having. But maybe it's something we have to rethink, rethink as individuals within our communities. Because currently it hasn't got any further than men accepting men are trash. It hasn't forced men to actively go out and do things or go out and have these conversations past their small bubbles. Because as much as I've been to a school which has had these conversations on a regular basis, we've gotten to the point where we've all accepted it, but we keep asking ourselves the question, where is the change? Where is the movement that we need? And I think it goes on to my other point I have down here, which speaks about hashtags. It speaks to about how we become so content with hashtags. We've been able to sit, we've been able to understand, and we've been able to see these hashtags grow. And we've been able to see them represent something within the world, represent something within our own nation, South Africa. We started off with something like the Me Too movement, which actively mm. called out people who are part of doing sexual harassment, doing things that actively harmed women within this country. That then came to an end because what we started learning is as much as we were actively calling out these individuals, some justice was being done, but not enough justice was being done. And what I mean by this is, yes, individuals are being removed from their tight-knit bubbles. They were being removed from their schools. They were being removed from their workplaces, but only months to be later to be found in those exact same places because they have found ways around it. We then moved on to men or trash, as I spoke about. It's now gotten to a point where we sat at a standstill and not a bad one. And not everyone has agreed. Let me not say that. 
we've sat at a standstill, we've gotten to a standstill. But what we've experienced is now people being polarized, people being forced to conform to a new hashtag. And we keep having the same conversation instead of actively trying to move forward. Because now what we see is we have men, we have men who agree with women that actively men are trash. But then on the other, we have men who don't agree. But more so, we have women who also don't agree. I don't think it should be a male versus male or male versus woman. But understanding that parts of our society just haven't been able to move on. Move on past the point of hashtags. Moved on and to understand that, yes, we might have a hashtag, but not everyone's going to agree. And like I said, we can't keep having the same conversations over and over again. It's just that if this is how we are going to initiate every conversation, at some point, these conversations are are going to start becoming so minimal because we're going to be saying the same thing over and over again. Instead of saying, actively, we have seen this change throughout our society. Yeah. One thing we need to understand is that we've had talks like this before. It's not the first time we've heard of gender-based violence. It's not the first time we've heard of the femicide that's happening in our country. But we should stop hearing the same discussion and acting surprised every time we hear it. Gentlemen, this is nothing new. You know this. You know what the problem is and you know where the problem lies. So anytime the problem is brought up, Don't act as if you never heard about it or don't know it exists. This is something that's very prevalent in our society currently. It's not as if it's something that happened three years ago and now they brought it up again. This is something that's happening on the daily. The way to move forward is to accept there's a problem. Only when you can accept there's a problem is only when you can begin to move forward. If you can't admit that there's a problem in our country right now, then you're delusional. Something our president has spoken about multiple times when he's addressing the nation. If you still choose to be deaf and not listen to the fact that women are crying for help, every day they are crying for help. This is not an issue where you can be neutral. You can't be on the fence saying, I support this, but I don't support that. This is straight It's a very straight line, black and white. It's either you're against it or you're for it. You can't be in the middle. Matters like this, there is no middle. There's right and wrong. There's left and right. Yeah, I I think there is that right, wrong, left and right. And I think it's something that we're all going to have to accept. I think in our hearts and hearts, mind on mind, we've been able to, as individuals, say something is wrong. We've been able to say what is happening against women within the nation is wrong. What is happening with women around the world is wrong. And I think people will then go on to discuss is a hashtag right or wrong? And I think that's where we need to define these lines of right and wrong, correct and who's not, 
but more so remove the issues and keep them separate. If the fight is a hashtag and not actively changing the problem, yes, let's have those conversations, but not when there's currently an issue. Let's have those conversations where there's a sense that these conversations may be had. Let's not have these conversations as defense, as an ability to remove ourselves from a situation, to act like, yes, it happened, but it doesn't happen to people I know or people around me. I think it's about moving forward more so than anything else. I mean, this conversation that we have now isn't a conversation that we're having because there's a hashtag or because we felt that something is wrong. But this conversation we're having today is to have it so that people can hear us. Not at the peak of things so that we can gain some sort of value, but rather at the back end of things so people can sit down and listen and understand. And yes, you might disagree with everything I'm saying. That's okay. As long as you acknowledge what is happening is wrong. And I think one thing to say is that there's so many statistics. Mm. There's so many places to be educated. I don't want to read those statistics today because I believe these are humans. They're not numbers. Everyone has an identity, not a statistic. Exactly. Everyone has themselves. Everyone's given a name. You're not given a number. And I think to move past and to understand, no matter whether it's one or it's a hundred, it's something that is wrong and it's something that has to be solved and there's something that we need to do about it. And I think, like I said, it's about moving forward. It's about actively fighting with each other instead of against each other. It's about seeing the future instead of looking at the past. And it's about understanding where both sides stand, but finding understanding in moving forward. Yeah. I mean, hearing the same discussions is hard. I, I can't lie. Some of these discussions enrage me. Not because you hear the same thing over and over again. Not because I'm unable to do anything about it. But sharing these discussions enrage me because it almost seems like we're trapped in a circle. An endless cycle, more than a circle, of us acting surprised, acting like, actually, let's go do something putting up posters for the entirety of one day, acting acting innocent, acting like we've never done anything. And yes, many of us haven't. But then all of a sudden, letting it die down after a week. Then trying to re-enlight or relight the same fire four, five months, six months down the line and saying that, oh no, we're surprised again. Oh no, let's do the same things that did nothing. And yes, they might have been seen and they might have cleared your name or cleared your identity from these issues. But clearing your identity isn't what you should be doing. Clearing your conscience isn't what you should be doing, but 
hoping in a nation that is broken is what you should be doing. I mean, there's a bunch of things I wrote here that I didn't go over. And I think I'm going to touch on like the most important points. I think firstly, we need to remove this idea of our woman. We need to remove the idea of they're our woman or our anything. They're no one's possession and no one should ever be of possession. They're women. They're women of the same nation you and I come from. They're men of the same nation you and I come from. They're people of the same nation you and I come from. And even if they're not from the same nation at the end of the day, we all breathe the same air. Mm -hmm. And I think, like I said, it's not about protection. It's about having these discussions and finding ways to move forward to help people get to a point where they don't need protection, where we don't have to have conversations about how do you protect each other, where people can feel safe. Yeah. Personally, I don't think it should be protect the woman. Yes, in the current context of the world right now, we should be protecting them. But we should be able to move to a stage where the action of harming a woman is never even committed. Whereas I don't have to go down the street looking and trying to protect someone. It should be I walk down the street knowing they are safe and nothing will happen to them. That when they walk down the street, they can walk however they look, whatever they look like, doing whatever they want, and knowing that they will be safe from a man. We also need to understand that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many people this affects. The problem is it's affecting someone. At the end of the day, someone is being affected negatively and that, that right there is the problem. No one should be getting affected by matters like this. People shouldn't be leaving their houses in fear, wondering, will I get home with the bread I want to go buy? That's not the world people should be living in. That's the world of the past and we need to move forward, not backwards. And we need to break the cycle. Because having the same talks every five months doesn't change anything. We need to have a talk, then we need to have movement and action. You can't expect change if you're not willing to stand up and move. The same way you can't leave your room unless you're willing to stand up and walk. People expect change by doing nothing. Well, nothing will happen if you don't do anything. Change requires action. And if you want change, you have to do an action. Yeah, that's true. And I think on those actions, get involved, but get involved past the simple stuff. Get involved past the repost. Get involved past your phone. I mean, there was just a new Bill of Rights changed or Bill... There was a law changed currently in South Africa that no matter when the event that a woman has been abused, that person can still go to jail no matter how long it happened. There's no excuse. 
there's no reason for you not to be actively involved in these, actively involved in change. And find ways to get your change. It's not about demanding change. It's sometimes about educating the people around you like we do. That might be your sense of change. That might be where you feel there's worth and there's value. It's not about being told by anyone what's right or wrong. Because if you feel what you're doing is change, then I think it's good. As long as you understand that what you're doing is good change and you're not trying to change negative change. That's all the world needs currently. And yes, go demand your change. Go get it. But it might not happen instantly. Change is a process. Think small, but believe big. I don't think there's anything else we can say today except for understand where you are. Understand what happens to individuals. Understand this can happen to anyone. Yes, today was very much about women, but it can happen to males too. And it should never be a counter-argument to it happening to women, but it should be more that there's an understanding that it happens both ways. I think there's a lot to take away from this. There's a lot I take away from this. There's a lot I take away from researching and listening and actively trying to participate in these conversations. But there's not much more I can say. I think I've said it all for now. But I can tell you in two years, if I'm saying the same thing, nothing has changed. Even in six months. And yes, like I'm always told, it always gets worse before it gets better. But in this situation, I have hope and I believe it definitely will get better before I would allow it to get worse. Look at it this way. Take a woman who means the world to you. Whether that's your mom, your grandmother, aunt, maybe even your sister. You've heard about the stories of what happened to the women. You've heard it on the news. You've had talks about it before. Imagine that happened to that person. If you feel angry, if you would feel hurt, then you understand that you don't want that to happen to someone who means the world to you. Then you understand that there's a problem with the world the women are currently living in. If you feel hurt by just imagining that, then you understand that we have to change. That in order to have the perfect world or a world in which they are at least safe, we need to change. Frankly, we've said all we needed to say today. There's a lot we've missed. But your head of council signing out. This is... I don't even know what to call myself anymore. Um, this is your founder. Perfection doesn't come easily. Change comes in small bits. This is your founder signing out. Peace.